What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Who are you people? Huh? You people. Huh? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Hello. Welcome to the You People Podcast, brought to you by... (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by New Year's fucking Eve. We're like right there. Yeah. I know that you guys, people are listening to this in like fucking February, but we're recording this on December 30th. Yeah. Are we going to catch back up when we do, after the remodel? Are we gonna, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just yeah. trying to build up weeks so yeah. that... That's I, fair. I'm just making sure. That's the plan. Yeah. If I ever just fucking break ground on the remodel, yeah. just too many fucking little fiddly bits yeah. to make... Because I, I want to do it once and do it right and not just like do this and then have to undo that and do this next thing. So Just fucking do it, man. Don't sit here and talk all this shit and then don't do it. Don't be upset. No, he'll do it. It just he's well. I got to yeah. take the whole fucking thing apart. Like I got to pull right. everything out of here, and that's All just right. a pain in my ass. You said you're gonna do it, though. So do it, goddammit. it! I bought so much stuff for it. I think I figured out the. I have to verify that the the paint scheme works because, as some people may know, I do a a mental health podcast as well in here, and we have to make sure that the colors aren't triggering. Oh, for fuck's sakes! I mean, I can't. I can't have times. like welcome into the dungeon room where you're super uncomfortable and don't yeah. want to talk. It'll <laughs> kind of kill a cash flow for me. Yeah, that's okay. Fair, fair. <laughs> I what? guess. I don't know. Yeah. Right, you know, I got yeah. to say about weak-minded motherfuckers. Yeah, is it weak-minded? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, just their brains broke. Yes. Their brains broken. They broke it on yeah. purpose. Well, <laughs> to get their way. I don't know that yeah. I'd say that that's entirely true. I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't say it's entirely not true. It's a little rough, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you seen what pe- the things that people will go through to get what they want? That's true. Okay. Right, yeah. No, you're not wrong about that. Trust me. I I I grew up with some sociopaths. I get it. <laughs> yeah. There's actually uh like um psychological studies that believe that like y- people will drive themselves <sighs> insane just so they can get their way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that is a way. I mean, outbursts are a way to control situations, being weird, being awkward. I'm telling you, man, it's 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 uh, some crazy shit going on out there, man. Yeah. With people. But it's just everybody's mentally ill now. Everybody's either mentally ill or depressed. And I'm like, dude, come on now. Oh. Um, That's like that's one thing, too, that, like, I don't know. It's... I, like, I was having a conversation uh, with a comic uh, last night, and... You came up, like in a positive way, Armstrong. Like you came up, and we we're talking about the whole issue you had with that. What's her face? Fucking t- talking nonsense about what white the- bitch. Yeah. That's what <laughs> and me. and like they didn't say like in a disparaging term. Like they got why you did it, but they were like, "Oh man, I don't know if there was really need to do that though." Kind of like t- it just got out of hand. Like this, what, what, what was the point of that? And like my reaction to that was, uh, "No, you fucking had to do that." That's what's wrong with these weak motherfuckers. They think that's getting out of hand. A conversation on Facebook. Yeah. Motherfuckers getting killed 
is getting out of hand in my in my world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfuckers getting their shit bust the fuck open in the hospital. That's getting out of hand. Motherfuckers talking shit on Facebook ain't getting out of hand, but that's the world people live in today. But when you call someone on, on their bullshit, how is that getting out of hand? Dude. I don't. The, I, that part I don't get. Because we're not supposed to make women responsible for their bullshit. That's why. Whenever you do that, you're the bad guy. I, yeah, that, you're being abusive. That shit blows my mind. I I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I I know what you're saying, but yeah, I just but, I, but that's just the way it is, dude. Ugh. I'm telling you, that's that's it, just what it is. Because like I say, women are gonna women are gonna band together, and then you are gonna have weak ass dudes that's gonna back them the fuck up. Because yeah. dudes are out out here living off this idea of what women are that they've been told or what they've seen on television, and you don't know these bitches. <laughs> but even like when it's when, when women aren't involved, I'm not saying you're not ro- that you're wrong about mm-hmm. that. You're not. But even when it's just man, dude, like dude on dude shit, like if some dudes just being because they bitches. But like when some dudes being a piece of shit to you, and you're like, all right, I'm fucking done with this, and you walk up to me like, yo, man, what the fuck is your problem? Let's fucking have this. Out. Like, I mean, not like a fight, but like fucking, what the fuck is your issue with me? You fucking tell me right now. You get in their face. You fucking like, I'm done with this shit. Let's fucking end this. All of a sudden, like you look like the asshole, even though it's like, no, I'm standing up for myself. Because you got to treat a bitch ass dude like a girl. You can't approach him like that. Uh, That's yeah. aggr- so yeah. aggressive for him. And like I say, you give you give humans the, the the ability to not do something they're supposed to do. You're not supposed to let a motherfucker intimidate you like that. First of all, you're not supposed to put yourself in a position to where intimidation is even needed. Yeah. But. If you're a motherfucking dude, you're supposed to be able to defend your motherfucking self. Yeah. So if you're going to talk that shit, be able to back that shit up. Yeah. If you can't back it up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because there's some motherfuckers that's going to beat your ass, man. Yeah. Some motherfuckers don't give a fuck about what y'all talking about out here in, in, in the social world. They will beat your motherfucking ass. Now you got to deal with that shit. Because you think you can say whatever you want to anybody. Yeah. And that ain't the way the world built, man. You're going to have consequences for your words. Yeah. I mean... Everyone gets the L sometimes. Like, I've had my ass kicked. Have you had your ass kicked before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody need their motherfucking ass with once because you got to yeah. learn it ain't going to kill you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, you, you, it, it's not even about being, a, it's, it's just being confident that if something happens, you have the ability to defend yourself. It's yeah. not even like you just want to whoop motherfuckers' ass or you want to be a bully. It's just having confidence because you never know when you approach a motherfucker to where it's like you try to keep the peace, but this motherfucker just want to want to fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't get to choose. Sometimes you don't get to pack out. You don't get to be the bigger person. That motherfucker won't let you. So you want to yeah. be confident in that situation. Like with well, shit, you want a motherfucker throw him, bitch. I tried to save you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you whoop their motherfucking ass and go about your business. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I don't know. It just it blows my mind when like when I hear people, and it's like, like then what the fuck is like when when like we had like here in town we had like what two chicks who who accused someone of rape that was bullshit. We had your situation. We had Tim Coleman's fucking fake fucking AIDS thing, <laughs> and like he the thing about Tim that killed me was like Tim blasted on fucking Facebook threw the fucking like the whole letter out there saying he didn't have it so obviously he didn't give it to her obviously if he doesn't have it unless he's like the host of AIDS which I don't think Tim is <laughs> but he puts it out there and then like a few days later like and I liked him but like Tim was like hey man sorry for kind of you know being like that I'm like what no like don't be don't apologize like dude because she, they yeah. made him feel like the bad guy they tried That's, to do the same thing oh well yeah. you shouldn't have done it like that you should have approached her yeah. I'm supposed to approach the bitch that's going around doing what I you telling me I shouldn't do. Yeah, she's going around telling everybody this, but I'm not. I'm supposed to be the big person because dudes are supposed to take up for women's fuck ups. That's why. Yeah, we've always done that. You do that is that's why girls think they smarter than men. 
we accommodate men, women. Men have to just fucking figure it out. When all the time women are growing up, we accommodate women. That's why they think they know every fucking thing because we make sure we fucking put shit up. We put shit in plugs. That ain't for little boys. That's for little fucking girls. So they don't kill. They fucking sell. We'll give a fuck if a little boy shock his goddamn self. You probably put a little, little battery to him and shock him his goddamn self. So, you know what I'm saying? But all this shit is for girls. And they grow up without this adversity that men have to go through that make men develop personalities. And then they grow up and then they want a man to develop their personality for them. These buff, they can't make no decisions. That's why a girl can't decide shit. Because they don't have to decide shit growing up. Everything is decided for them so they can get the best outcome. Because even if a girl is in a bad situation, it still not would be as bad if a boy was in that same situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like that. And now, women, and the thing about it is like, this is what I'm starting to learn throughout history. Women always talk about men and their emotions. Men had conditioned emotions. So the thing about women, women don't condition their emotions. They just fucking get the outburst anytime they want to. Men understood like, no, I don't do that because that could get me killed or get my motherfucking ass whooped. Yeah. But then women started to raise men to be emotional like them because what they wanted, they thought that, okay, if he's emotional, that he'll validate my emotions with his, with his emotions. And that's what women want. They want validation of their emotions. But if you have an emotion contrary to their emotion, you're wrong. Yeah. Here comes James. What James? <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily agree with that last part. I, I mean, I'll for the sake of argument, I'll go along with the idea that you know, but the, what you're proposing. But I think that men have tons of different emotions. We just we come from like a, a world where we never we never wanted to say anything about it for all the reasons that you say, cause it makes us fucking bitches. It makes us, it makes us like women in your, to no, use your no, perspective. No, cause when you go back far enough, dude, men cried when men were inspired, when men were, men cry. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But all of a sudden, crying became a bitch thing because girls deemed it a bitch thing. It wasn't other dudes. It was girls. That's what I'm saying. Like all the terrible shit that comes out, it's girl. It's most of the time it's girls pushing that, and some bitch ass dude that just want to gain favor with that girl is like, oh yeah, that right there. Like dudes used to go out and hang out and kick it all the motherfucking time. Yeah. Then all of a sudden that shit became gay. All of a sudden, dudes couldn't just go out and hang. That became gay all of a Which sudden. Which we touched a, c yeah. a couple yeah. episodes ago. Yes. But whatever. <laughs> but it's just like I'm telling you, like everything dudes used to do. To like avoid women, women made it seem like we were doing something underhanded or we shouldn't have been doing that without their or something. And so they wanted to know what it was. So they just made it seem like we shouldn't be doing it. And so guys that were left out these groups that wanted to hang with these motherfuckers was like, yeah, they're whatever. And, and those are the motherfuckers that backed the girls up and shit. So here's a question. And Hamill, you may have easier access to the answer without me having to look it up. One of the big things in the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, it had to do with uh country clubs golf courses uh -huh. like uh augusta national for instance never had a female member yeah and then that became like a whole part of national debate over well should women be allowed it's like well women aren't allowed in the, in the clubhouse like you're just not like yeah we get to make that rule and then they fought hard for it i don't know did did Augusta I, they, National they, bend on that? They kind of did. They let Condoleezza Rice in, I think. It was, I think it was, Cond it was, it was, and it, it was some like Republican high end, like, right. chick who's like, it might have been her. But like at the same time, like, fuck off with that shit. Like, I, you don't I, have I, the right to be there. And I mean, but it's not even that, man. We're, what happened is that they, 
they concluded that men and women yeah. in social situations should be separated. Just because now, because now, if you let women in, if something happens to a woman, now you have to create a safe space within that space to protect the women so they can be a part of this thing that they can just have their own thing yeah. and not have to worry about it. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you incur too many problems that you really can't control when you put those things in there. And then you have the idea that, oh, people should be mature and they should be able to interact with each other. But we have proven that ain't the case. Yeah. So it's better to just, okay, you can't be here, but you can be there and we can play golf together. But as far as like the clubhouse and shit like that, when that, that social situation, no, because we don't want to deal with the problems that comes with that because we aren't mature enough to be in that situation and not have to deal with sexual harassment and all this other shit and rape allegations and all this other bullshit. But like the masters though is very, they're very close to the, to the vest with what they do. Not even with just that, but like also if, if you've ever played any PGA golf game, like on PlayStation or something, the masters isn't fucking in there. Unless, until just recently, but like all the old Tiger Woods games, dude, it was never in there because they kept that shit close to the vest. It's like a, it's our own private thing. It has a prestige. And this is how we fucking do things. And also, it's private property. Well, it's owned by somebody. So therefore, if they don't want to have women, then don't have women. There's a couple interesting but, things about the Masters because the Masters not only is a country club that is featured as one of the four majors in golf yeah. that never allowed women in. Hell, I don't think I think. They didn't even have a black member until, like, I think you get an honorary membership and Tiger might have been the first or maybe Vijay Singh. Well, he's um, like Indian though, but I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, or Fiji. No, I think he's uh, from Fiji. Um, Whatever, yeah. But um, the other thing to your point is that they not only play close to the vest, but they buy all the advertising time. So when you watch the Masters on CBS, mm-hmm. it's 56 minutes of golf. They bought up. They buy up all it. So CBS gets four minutes of commercials per hour, period. Yeah. And it's like, that's the thing. It's just like, no, we're different. We're no. not like. But it, I don't even want to look at it from this standpoint of like money and prestige and stuff like that, because that gets into a different thing. I think I just think it comes from it's a lineage. It's it, They know they come from an old time. stage where it's like this is just what it was. Women were here. Men were here. Not because it was a sexual racist thing or gender based thing. It's just because we deal with less problems if you're there and we're here. Yeah. I, th- I think that's just really just what it was. And we like I say, we look at things like it's villainous all the time. But I'm like, these people, we just completely negate all the information we found out about humans where people actually had time to look at humans objectively without all these distractions and they came up with these processes that worked for them but then we got to a point to where things changed and we're like well okay well we can change this but humans never change just the processes that we go through change the society change humans never change but we're trying to make humans out to be these moral ethnic creatures but we never teach them how to be that but we expect them to be that by virtue of being human Fair. And I I mean, look, we can espouse and believe in the idea of equality for all, all day long. But I think you're to your point, and, and I don't want to apply this necessarily to races, because that's where things get a little muddy. But if you're talking about gender, you're talking about people that regardless of their race, ethnicity, heritage, however you want to fucking phrase it, that there is a fundamental difference between men and women. Yes, there's a lot of common ground. And yes, over the last 50 years, that common ground has grown. But there is something to be said about like, yo, but everybody needs needs their like own space. Like, you know, it used to be like I grew up in a town 
that is very would prescribe to that sort of master sensibility. You know, it's like the men went and played golf and the women had sewing clubs or garden clubs. You know, they, I come from a town that like literally the 1950s didn't end until like 1987. <laughs> but the thing about it is that what people understand is like, if you, if you're, if you're comfort Denver and you look at that, you're like, Oh, that's sexist. No, that's just the way those people are. They have no problem with what they do. It's always some outside person that's looking at what another group of people are doing that's coming in. It's like, oh, that's not right. And these people are like, we, we don't have a problem with it. But then it becomes a big problem. And this goes to a conversation we've had some months back about like if you choose to become part of a community, you, bec- you can't come in and change the community. You have to adhere to the community standards. So if you move into a town like the town I grew up in, yeah, yeah you can come in and be like, yo, this is fucked up. Like... I, what do you mean I can't go play golf with my husband, you know, because it was like I remember at the country club that my parents were m- members of, like m- women couldn't tee off before 10 a.m. Like the 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. slot was just all men that went off, okay, and, you know, and that was just the thing. But even that started to change before I left there. But it was sort of more organic. It wasn't like yeah. people fighting. It was just sort of like, oh, what difference does it fucking make? Yeah, the I men mean, don't give a shit. They're not playing and, with and me. They're the playing behind sh- me. Yeah. That's the way things should change. It should change organically with the environment, yeah. not some forced. And now you have to have this forced change that nobody really wants. And that causes even more problems. Yeah. Because now you're putting people together. Don't even really want to fucking be together, but they're trying to make some type of irrelevant point. But you need to come into when you find yourself in a in a new environment. Like say you, this applies directly to Denver. We're experiencing a tremendous amount of influx of people from around the country. Yeah, I mean, fuck, all three of us are not Denver natives. Yep. Right. My other half is. She's a native, and we know we all know people that are Denver natives. But it's like you establish something of a community and then you have people that come in from the outside that are just like well this doesn't work for me you need to change it's like no you need to go yeah like look at the the snow plow issue right where people were losing their minds it's been a long-standing thing everybody knows in denver that when snow falls like that it's never around for more than a week yeah you deal with it but all of a sudden people are losing their minds now we have to deploy more plows because people don't know how to drive in the fucking snow it's psychotic they changed the rules to suit them. We all knew. I mean, I've been but, here. The only person in this room has been here longer than me is this guy because he's been here his whole fucking life. But this life. is my thing. Inherently, what what is that? That's that. That is something we do for women. We make rules to accommodate women. Men just have to get with the fucking program. So I'm saying we're going to a really feminine based society because we've given men the option to be as weak as women. We used to then give men that option. If you were a man, you had to be of some virtue, of some strength. But now we we just like okay, you can be as weak as this woman over here. But are women weaker physically? Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, but that's and emotionally because I we don't... don't require them to be emotionally strong. We accommodate their emotions. It's a, a lot of women's problem is the way we raise women. We live in a world now, so we don't have to raise women as we don't have to coddle women as much as we used to. But because we also live in a society where we know everything that can go wrong with everything, we coddle everybody way more. And I think that's the pressure that we're putting on men. Also, to piggyback on what he's saying, is that we're, we're, there's a, there is a huge like generational thing where like it's like a self-esteem thing with women. Like We've given them too much self-esteem. Like, go, you could do it, girl. Yeah, do it. Here's the thing, though, is like a lot of 
this, I, I'm just saying, I'm speaking locally from what I've seen. A lot of sociopathic behavior is coming a lot from women. And weirdly enough, you know who has, who has really high self-esteem? Sociopaths. Strange, right? But you know, but no, we've changed everything to make women feel good. Just like you say, to pick up your thing. Yeah. What we've done is all of their mistakes we've turned into virtues. Yep. If you go out there and you fuck the wrong guy, become a single mother. You being a single mother is a virtue because you aren't responsible for the men you have sex with. He's responsible for being a good guy, but you're not responsible for picking a good guy. So that's a virtue now. Everything a woman does is wrong. We we don't want to make them feel bad about it. So we create a virtue. Ooh, not necessarily everything they do that's wrong. But like everything, everything they do that like doesn't make sense, all of a sudden now it's a reason to be celebrated. No, well, okay, like for instance, like you got two daughters, right? Right, Barry? You have two daughters. I got a sister. She's the youngest of five, but she has four older brothers, right? She's that kind of chick. Mm-hmm. You know, where like she wasn't raised like a like a girl. She was raised like a tomboy, and she was also one of those chicks who like took a lot of shit upon herself to just blaze her own path. I'm gonna do this. I don't need any fucking help. You know, I'm not, I, I don't even, my, my fucking, my back padded all the time. I don't need to be fucking celebrating and cheered. And yeah, she's like, no, I'm just going to do what I need. I feel like I need to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are kind of like very few and far between. Well, you see it a lot when, just like you said, when girls are raised around boys, they just yeah. tend to be cooler. When you get a girl that was raised a single child or was raised with all sisters and all women, oh, they are the fucking worst. <laughs> but when you get a girl that had a brother or had a strong father in their life, they are just they cool. They just yeah. way cool. They way easy to deal with. Or What's just it? chose to identify like all their friends were guys because they were like, I can't stand to be yeah. around these fucking. Oh, I know women. a lot of girls well, like that. The, I, well, I think it's because when you're around guys, you're forced to control your emotions, especially when you're around younger guys because they don't give a fuck. So they're not validating those outbursts that you're having. But if you're around women, they are because they want their emotions validated. Or if you're around bitch ass dudes. They're going to treat you just like a woman going to treat you. I mean, I'm not with your kids on a daily basis because, I mean, I'm just saying, but like, I've met your daughters. Like, they seem like very, like, respectful people and like, they're pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, because I made sure to raise them like humans, not like fucking coddled little babies. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is like a lot of people aren't taking that path. They're doing the other thing where it's like giving them all they want whenever they have an outburst. Like, oh, here's some. It's just, it's fucking terrible. Uh, Because like. I guess is the only parent in the room that like anyone's aware of anyways. <laughs> uh, like the whole thing is, is like it's easier to cave in than it is to actually be a parent. Exactly. And yeah. most people don't want to like, they don't want to either, they don't want to deal with the hassle of being a parent. Yeah. They don't ever want to be the bad guy. They don't ever want to like be the reason that their kid's upset. And I don't have a problem with that. I'll straight up tell my daughter if she's being a bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's like, I mean, you know, there's a fine line. Am I? Does that make me a good parent or a bad parent? I'll make sure. It'll come out in the wash, yeah, depending but, on how your kids turn out. But but that'll, that'll be the determining factor. But like, but the sounds of it, they're going to be de- really good people because yeah. of the fact that you did that to them. You didn't fucking just bend over backwards to make sure that they didn't like have a bad day. And, like, everyone has a fucking bad day. We don't, you know. And we can stop judging people's success by the money. Can you just live a happy life? That's yeah. the that's the measure of success now. You oh. got all of these fucking rich ass psychopaths that can't hold a relationship, they can't interact in society, rich than the motherfucker. So who's the who's the better person? The person that can create a, get all this money or the person that can just live a regular life and not break down every fucking decision they make? I gotta lean with the person that can live a regular life. Like I've made decent money before and now I'm just like I'm the happiest I've ever been living on like thirty six thousand a year. Right, and that's something that I've come to learn because I was, I mean, at one point I was making just about 70, 
And now I'm making considerably less, but I enjoy my day yeah. so much more. Yeah. Like nothing about any work gives me the kind of stress that like it's stress that is acceptable, like hitting a deadline or I have to go, I have to make sure this goes off, but I enjoy that. I enjoy that kind of stress. Not where it's like stress imposed upon somebody. Well, I'm paying you to do this. So you got to get this done. It's like, pump those fucking brakes. Like, I don't want to be here. I'm here because you're paying me a good wage to be here. Now I get paid decent, but I enjoy everything. Like how great is the look on a boss's face when you tell them no. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's all I think about like, is that. That's one of my favorite things ever. I'm like, no, I'm not here because I like you people. I don't have to talk to any of you fuckers. I don't have to do anything but my fucking job. And I'm only here to do that because I need money to buy weed. It's like that. It, it's that story that Louis C.K. tells about when he was going to do that FX show, Louis. And they were like, yeah, we, we, wanna, we want you to do show. Okay, cool. What, what's your plan? He's like. Well, you know, be weekly. Okay. Um, I don't want you guys to review my scripts. Yeah, no, we need to do that. Yeah, you're right. We probably shouldn't do it. Like, he didn't give a fuck. He was just, and he was like, yeah, and I need to be able to hire and fire as I please. Well, no, you know, there's a thing. He's like, yeah, you're right. We probably shouldn't do this then. And and also, he specifically did not want that much money because that show at its time was fucking mad popular and he could have made millions off the show. But he knew that the old Dave Chappelle thing, he knew if he took a lot of money, they were going to fuck with his show. They knew he, he knew and he would, the, and he's in their pocket. But yeah. he, he's he's very smart up front, and I really think that's kind of that added to his like when he, when he got knocked out. I think because he kind of he he screwed a, the way he's constructed his business to do comedy. He's he's screwing a lot of people out of a lot of money because like when you buy tickets, you buy them through him, and he cuts out the theaters. Like you he he don't you don't pay theaters through him, and he said he had to work so hard to cut the theaters out. He's like, it's, it's a system to where it's like, you have to pay this amount to them. And he's like, they're overcharging you so they can pay these people. And he's like, that's not, that, that doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah, what he did is he would rent the room. Mm-hmm. Like, you can rent Carnegie Hall. Yeah. So he would rent that and they'd be like, well, we need, nope, you're not getting that. I'm I'm renting it for this amount of time, for this dollar amount. Yep. The entire door is mine. Concessions are all yours because you run that shit, but I'm not taking a cut of that. But yeah. other than that fuck off yeah and i think that really but i mean he's a smart dude it's just that's just the way it is man a lot of people get in trouble because they go through the system to get what they get yeah and then when they get in there they think they have some type of control no you sold your control you signed all your control away to get this little piece that they gave you and now you want to change and like no that's not part of your contract get the fuck out of here and that's what happens to a lot of people they get stuck in these terrible ass positions that they compromise themselves for and then they regret it so we kind of, in a weird way, came back, and because I know that since Bear's here passing around that thing, <laughs> I ain't gonna mess with it to the break. So anyway, lot of work. Well, right? so I came across, and I've come across it in the past, and I don't think I've ever found a good opportunity to play it on any version of any podcast I've ever done. Have you guys ever seen the Dragnet, like where he's got like these two hippies? Like this is from like the original Dragnet series, okay. like the oh, like the TV series and the yeah, Joe Friday, yeah. and that okay, yeah, the guy from Mash is in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and it's basically they got these two what you would call at the time hippies in sort of processing. And they're like, you don't get it, man, and it's like it is very 
you know, like 60s about it, but it's so fucking true. And I have it pulled up. All right. It's it's just we can roll with this as much as you want, and it can seem kind of preachy, but to me, it's kind of the point. Let me see. You just don't understand. Maybe we do, son. Don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied. They all have, you know, about different things and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do. Let's talk poverty. Most places in the Sorry. world, that's not a problem. It's a way of life. And rights, they're liable to give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. The fact is more people are living better right here than anywhere else ever before in history. So don't expect us to roll over and play dead when you say you're dissatisfied. It's not perfect, but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job, selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about, and you don't see that much anymore. You're taller, stronger, healthier, better educated, and you live longer than the last generation. And we don't think that's altogether bad. You've probably never seen a quarantine sign in your neighbor's door. Diphtheria, scarlet fever, whooping cough. Probably none of your classmates are crippled with polio. You don't see many mastoid scars anymore. We've done quite a bit of fighting all around the world. Whether you think it was moral or not, a lot of people are free today to make their own mistakes because of it. And that may just include you. I don't know. Maybe part of it's the fact that you're in a hurry. You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Dial seven digits, instant communication. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation. Flash a card, instant money. Shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to no matter how much you want them. We took a little boy into Central Receiving Hospital yesterday. He was four years old. He weighs eight and a half pounds. His parents just haven't bothered to feed him. Uh, I'm going to call I bullshit get- on that scientifically, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, wait, hold on. Did he be four months? His cat weighs nine pounds, dude. Four pounds? No. Nine months? Need a fast answer to that one. One that'll stop that from ever happening again. And if you can't settle that one, what about the 55,000 Americans who will die on the highways this year? That's nearly six or seven times the number that'll get killed in Vietnam. Why aren't you up in arms about that? Or is dying in a car somehow moral? Tell me how to wipe out prejudice. I'll settle for just the prejudices you have inside yourselves. Show me how to get rid of the unlimited capacity for human beings to make themselves believe that they're somehow right and justified in stealing from somebody or hurting somebody. And you'll just about put this place here out of business. I don't think that we're telling you to lose your ideals or your sense of outrage. They're the only way things ever get done. And there's a lot that still needs doing. And we hope you'll tackle it. You don't have to do anything dramatic like trying to come up with a better country. You can find enough to keep you busy right here. While you're at it, don't break things up in the name of progress or crack a placard stick over somebody's head to help him see the light. Be careful of his rights, because your property and your person and your rights aren't any better than his. And next time, you may be the one to get it. Bingo. Fucking bingo. That is exactly what fucking dude. Yeah, that's what a lot of motherfuckers don't get right now. Um, people have been preaching this since the beginning of time, and no one listens. But continue. Yeah. <laughs> every, we we know this already. Everybody yeah. knows this. Every generation knows this. Everybody. Every generation has these people that says this to them, and nobody gives a fuck. But like and we lot, raise our kids to do the same thing. But a lot of people nowadays will like beat people over the head. Like they'll get them canceled. They get them thrown out. Like they have like, a, like if they're an entertainer, they get them thrown off the fucking <laughs> show. Whatever. They don't, it's like they forget, like, this shit can happen to you down the road, stupid. Like, you got, like, come on. No, it won't because I'm right. I'm morally (laughs) justified, so it'll never happen to me. I'm correct. But the problem with this is that whenever, whenever we find out what's wrong, 
No one stops everything and fixes it. They just make a way to get around the consequences of what they were doing wrong. Yeah. That's it. And that's why we just keep moving forward in the same direction. But like I say, everybody knows what to do. Can can that be a character, by what? the way? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Social justice warrior bear? Yeah. Well, that's like uh, the bonfire did a bit where fucking, social uh, justice bear, where uh, <laughs> the social where the Terminator bear. comes back and he's just woke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for Sarah Connor. I am he him. Let's finish this off. So hang in. Don't try to build a new country. Make the old one work. It has for over four hundred years, and by the world's standards, that's hardly more than yesterday. That's the only thing. It's like for 400 years, like motherfucker, when this went, we hadn't even hit the bicentennial. Yeah. <laughs> like, and if you're really going yeah, back Yeah, but if you... Uh, we all came over. No, the, yeah. Like the Mayflower is 1620. And yeah. Columbus discovered the Caribbean in the 15th, yeah. 1500, somewhere, 14. I mean, my ancestors were here like five, six, seven hundred years before Columbus. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, cause oh, you're, you're Viking? I'm, yeah. Viking blood. I just think that it's interesting because it's like people really don't get it. It's like I, I think the reach of social media really affects that because like of our generation, we were the people that we would punch somebody. What are you fucking stupid? And you punch them. Yeah. And but they nobody made it so you can't punch people double. You can't punch it. You <laughs> can't you. you can't punch anybody, but then yeah. they gave this then we got social media where they can fucking like cancel you, shame you, pull up every fucking thing you've ever threatened to done. stab you. Right. It's uh, bad. And it's like it's it's going to get to the point to where I I just don't I don't know that I think they're going to start like doing crazy shit to people man to just get rid of like I think it's going to be like a movie man they're going to start getting rid of like human emotions and shit like putting chips in people's brains when they're born and they upload us to the cloud no. well I mean they already have plans of like you can increase your memory by putting a chip in your brain oh. they already have that no that's that's live you can get that now so what Yes. Oh yeah, man. They're saying that like within 15 years, you can get a chip to where whatever you think, Google can answer it in yeah. your head in real time. That will be the future of schooling. You'll get a chip, you'll pay for it, and you'll have the amount of knowledge you need on it to be considered a viable person. And people will actually do this. Oh, yeah. they'll get in fucking line for it because yeah. wait, it's I easier. can just be smart without actually but having you're to not learn smart. anything. You know things. But that's the, not. Exactly. There's a difference. But and that's my thing against intellectualism. A lot of motherfuckers know a lot of shit, but they don't know what they don't know how to do shit. Well, I mean, that and they'll probably sell it as something like, you know, get out, get in and out of TSA faster. They, they won't have Put to sell chip it. chip in your head. It's convenience. Yeah. Humans love convenience. Oh, Anything yeah. that's going to allow us to have leisure, we're going to do it. And then we're going to kill ourselves because we ain't got shit to do. Well, that's like what we've been taught as what defines you as an evolutionary being. You know, when they talk about the first time man used tools, you know, when it was using a stick to get like... I think that theory is ants. completely wrong. So, you you think that absolutely wrong? How so? Are you trying to say that you're saying that like to show evolution is that we like leisure is a no? One of the things that's no no no, no. I, leisure comes a little bit later because we didn't understand leisure at the time. But when it comes to sort of how a species ascends to another plane of consciousness. Mm -hmm. The first step is widely held that once they learn to use tools and for the longest time, we held it somewhat selfishly that humans are where we are today because we learned to use tools. We learned to use a stick 
to accomplish this task, which then let us yeah. eat, eat better. Or, you know, we learned tools to start a fire. But now we're starting to see, you know, very basic life forms, birds, they've found use tools to catch things. It's like yeah. now they're well, on that trajectory. They have to adjust to us. Well, they, they do now. They but, have to, I mean, evolve to survive while we fucking up their shit. But that's one of the big things. It wasn't, you know, to a certain point, you evolve. Like if you think about um, Darwin's sparrows, is it the sparrows? Um, sparrows or swallows, I forget. I think it's sparrows. Where he looked at how uh, evolution had changed their beak shape and their their claw size based on their environment that allowed them to be successful in catching whatever prey. And that's just a natural order of things. Once the first bird says, Ooh, I can pick this up and like beat this thing with it. And now I can eat for four fucking days and I don't have to go looking for food every fucking day. That's when that changed to sort of a higher level of, evolutionary consciousness comes into place and we selfishly think that that's only us but i mean we see primates do it all the time but fuck we're starting to see birds do it so but that's like nobody knows the plan for anything we don't even know the plan for ourselves why is there we don't a plan even, huh what plan why is there a plan who made a plan i don't i don't know who made it but <laughs> somebody controls my plan whoever you, wrote the program you control your plan you control your plan but each individual is part of a bigger plan, I believe. You would like, would you like to know my, 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 my you know, uh, I think my plan is what the plan is. You know, Go for it. Jesus, you know. No, I just think it's human potential. I think it's the unfoldment of human potential. Humans have been given the ability to evolve in a way that no other creature has. And if you actually go back to other, to like old times, do you know why we work eight hours a day? It's actually an old, like, it's like an ancient thing. It's like you spend eight hours a day working, eight hours a day sleeping, and eight hours a day of unfolding your potential. Like you were here to find out what can humans do. And like I say, I believe humans have the ability to do anything. And if you get into like the seven root races, did we talk about that? Yeah, we did talk yeah. about a little bit. That's a whole lot of like the potential that humans have. And through evolution, I believe that's a big part of the thing. That's what everybody came from. That's a school Pythagoras, all these other people came from, is that human potential. Like, we have these brains that we haven't even tapped into. We don't even know how to use them efficiently. And they hold all this power, and we're supposed to figure out how to do that, but we don't use our brains to learn how to use our brains. We use our brains to learn how to get rich or fuck or whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> like if we actually took all the medical technology we have and we actually if we took all the money all the things we have and put it towards human development it you we would live to 100 dicks would still get hard in the motherfucker skin and hair would still be there but we don't give a fuck about people we people aren't standardized and people have to be looked at individually and we don't want to take that time because we don't know why we're here. We don't want to believe that that's the purpose. So we're just, we believe we're here to make as much money and be celebrities and do that type of shit. So that's what we're doing. And that's what we're using all our resources for. And we're going to use those up eventually. And then what? But do you think those quiet, you know, those quiet billionaires out there that aren't really celebrities other than the fact that we know that how much they're worth and so we kind of fucking draw attention to them, but they're fairly reclusive. They're celebrities in their circles. You don't know them, but the people that know them know them. Yeah, but they're not like, oh God, there's this person. Yes, like, they are. They, but I You've don't think never, that, I don't think that's a, a, a something that they aimed for. 
Why not? No. Why not? You have. To- I, I've never met a billionaire to the best of my knowledge, but I've known, like, actually hung out, known and associated with a couple of like everyday millionaires, and all they were they were driven to succeed or prove something that they still never figured out what they were trying to prove. <laughs> like everyone I know that ever made like millions of dollars and then like went to go find their happiness or whatever, they're not any fucking happier. But they're apeshit crazier because now they have money that gives them access to a different level of behavior. Exactly. Money allows you the opportunity to destroy yourself <laughs> much faster in a much more harsh way than you would if you was poor. And that's what people use money for when they obtain it. Because people are trying to buy something that they can't buy. And so they're trying to get as much money as they can. And when they get as much money as they can, they find out that doesn't work. They kill themselves. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that, but I see your point. Having ha- having broken bread with a billionaire, they're they're very into their own world, and they're not necessarily but you, concerned you, you broke, with you. But you aren't a part of their world. No, but he has a circle that he rolls in, and if he has the most money out that circle, they look up to him like that dude. See, in that part, I can I can understand where it's just like I never want to have anybody be able to say no to me again. You know, it's like that kind of. I want that power where it's like, but I, you I want to come in but here. You oh, want to buy that list. dough. You don't want to earn it. See, that's the problem. Everybody wants to buy what you just said. Right. Yeah. It's like people that win like a lot of money, like a lot of money in the lottery. Their fucking lives get ruined like within like a year or two. Cause they just, you well, know. they just, they don't know the value. Of that's making a couple that of things though. Yeah, like a lot of, of things. Cause like most like rich people aren't playing the lottery. So that's not how like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you give a poor person a lot of money, they still only know how to live like a poor person. Yeah. Like so money all the rest of it is bonus. So yeah, money well, doesn't fix your brain. It just gives you a chance to fuck up in bigger ways because <laughs> you didn't know that option was there to fuck up beforehand. And also with poor people, Especially like with these kids that go to, to NBA and stuff, and they just they come from nothing. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing. They come from poor financial backgrounds, and then they get all this money. They want to buy everything they never had. They want to buy everybody that they know everything they never had. They want to buy my support. mama a five million dollar yeah, house, and I, don't think about the taxes exactly. that she's gonna have to pay in I, perpetuity. Because yeah. we've told people that money is security, but money runs out, and your life goes on. You got these motherfuckers. They have twenty, thirty kids. They buy all these houses, all these cars. They just spend money frivolously, and then they're left with no money, and then they're still a lot. They're only 28, 29, 30 years old, and now they don't know how to live without it. Well, it was like when, um, you remember when Jeremy Lin hit on the Knicks? Like, all of a sudden, he was like the it guy for like a quarter season, and then he got a payout. He was still living as a room with a roommate in some shitty like two-bedroom in a worse part of the Bronx. And they were like, what the fuck? You're on like a $3 million contract. He's like, uh-huh. And how long is that going to last? Yeah. He's like, I'll sit here and pay $2,000 a month in this fucking thing so I can play ball and bank the fucking rest of it. And then you have Allen Iverson where his he had to hide the money from himself. Yeah. He had to give himself an annuity. I actually know a dude that worked at a bank that Allen Iverson had to count it and he came in to try to get a loan. <laughs> <laughs> And he had to turn Alan Iverson down for a loan. <laughs> 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 hey, but that's that's but that's what happens, man. You well, that's that's also a thing to where it's like in in ancient times, leaving money to your kids was actually seen as a bad thing because you're leaving a lot of money to people that don't know the value of earning that money. Right. And a lot of times they're either going to squander it or they're going to use it to destroy themselves. It's rarer that they take the money and actually 
whatever, whatever. Because a lot of times, while you're making that money, you aren't able to teach them the integrity to have that money and have it, you know, say and do the right things with. Well, it's like both um, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett have both said that they're going to leave zero dollars to their child to their children and Warren Buffett's like one son he's wealthy in his own right he's a farmer he's worth probably maybe a couple dozen million dollars but he's just like yeah I'm fine I got my own shit like I'm doing cool like Warren Buffett's like I'm gonna die penniless he's like I'm gonna give it all away to charities and philanthropy same with uh, Bill Gates and there's like a whole society of these like re- like Bezos is part of it uh, Oprah's part of it that are like we are yeah. finding the best way to get rid of our money before we die that's, because we want to die too. we want to die penniless that's I mean it's that's that's but uh, u- uber rich motherfuckers do all the time like current uh Carnegie and fucking uh, Rockefeller did that. Yeah, left all yeah. their money as huge endowments yeah, to different but, but institutions. But you won't, you won't devote your money to doing anything worthwhile while you're here. You want to enjoy while you're here. Then you want to have some good faith to hope you buy yourself into heaven. Well, fucking Bill Gates gives half of his annual income to to philanthropic things yeah. to this day. He always does. He, he's, oh. actually, he's actually kind of a decent but he, human but he, uh, on but he paper also has, anyway. he also has Microsoft, one of the biggest producers of technological trash. He just world. owns stock. He's not even part of the company he, anymore. I, I, okay, okay. I and then you've, got, then you've got Steve Jobs, one of the smartest motherfuckers in the world, gets fucking stage three pancreatic cancer. Give me some basil. That'll cure it. Dies. Yeah. Gives none of his money to anybody. That's fine. But look what he did. Well, he's like, who? Who was that? Steve Jobs? Oh, my bad. I'm, Steve I'm Jobs is the stupidest about, motherfucker in history. Else. My bad. I thought Anybody that says Hawkins. Steve Jobs is the fucking smartest person that ever lived is a fucking idiot. I thought you were talking about Hawkins. My bad. He's like, I have pancreatic cancer. I want some acupuncture. Fuck you. Yeah, well. He gets to go out like he want to go out. He's an idiot. He Why? Because he made the decision? <laughs> no, he went out in the most painful fucking way possible. But I don't know, man. Have you ever seen idiot? chemo in real life? Yes, it's, my mother twice. That looks D- way worse, survivor. man. Yeah. yeah, chemo is scorched earth. It's kill everything, and let's hope we kill the cancer in the process. But we're also killing you too. Yes, but this is a guy that's literally one of the richest people on the planet. He has the ability to find the shit that's hey. Okay, that and that's me. what he came up with. So maybe he's far up. He came up with orange peel do, do you, tea. And do you know how many people die from chemo? Yes. Do you know what the odds are? There's yeah. like, there's not a lot of good odds with chemo. It's not like you're, I got a surefire way of living if you take chemo. And this is what people think right now. People think, oh, just take the pill, okay? Because the pill is 100. percent No. If you don't want pancreatic cancer, treat your body right. That's a fucking game ender, though, man. That that, that one's got a very low. No, it, look, anything could be a game. Uh, the flu could be a game ender. Oh, but like, if you get pancreatic cancer, they, you're fucked. You you're could, done. You can survive anything. No, literally, no. Nigga, I work in the hospital. Don't tell me no. I know people can fucking get. People can get better from anything. People get better from brain cancer. Okay. Well, yes, the stage, stage four pancreatic cancer has a mortality rate of a hundred percent. Nobody has ever stage lived four. Through. It has a mortality rate of 100%. Yeah. Because you can't. 100% on this. You can't fuck because with the Because there's no, there's no early warning, so that Look you cannot. Look it up. Okay. Google it. It's like, uh, that's what uh, a bunch of people, like famous, like what's his, uh, Bi- uh, uh, fucking Bill uh, uh, Hicks. Bill Hicks had it. He had pancreatic cancer. That's what he died from. 
uh, a few other people. I think a uh, Chief Justice did. One percent. Okay. Ninety nine percent. You yeah, said there's 100%. still one percent. You said one hundred percent. And you were going to you wouldn't have bet your motherfucking life on that one hundred percent. That's just like condoms, motherfucker. They can't <laughs> tell you one hundred percent because they know they ain't one hundred percent accurate on nothing. And see, the, the reason that it's so bad is that 53% of people with pancreatic cancer don't get a diagnosis till stage four because there's no good early screening for it. Like lung cancer, you can catch that early. Yeah. CT, we do, uh, anybody that's been smoking for, if you smoked over a year, we do just CTs. I'd love to see what mine is. The cat scans are yeah, fucking exactly. brutal, man. No, they're not. Yo, the, you getting cat scans mixed up with MRIs? Cat no. scans are very easy. Nigga, I'm a cat scan tech. So I'm telling me shit I know. I've had Nigga, a cat that scan. shit takes five minutes. I do them all night long for the past ten years. Okay. I've had God one. God damn. I've had one. I've had one. I know. You had, you, dude, what did you have? I had a cat scan. It's, it's what you, and it was brutal. Well, just the fact you got to drink that shit. And then, like, it just it gets through your body, and it just it fucked my stomach up, and I shit the goddamn you, machine. You had an abdomen and pelvis with contrast. You had to drink water. Oh, no, you may have to drink the, uh, the gastro for yeah. an hour and a half, right? You had to wait for an hour and a half? No, they, at the moment I got done with it, they fucking shoved me in the tube. Really? Yeah. Yeah, usually you have to wait for it to get through your system. Because it has to get to your system. system. No, like, the moment I chugged it, I fucking hit the nurse button. She's like, all right, let's go. And they put me in a fucking wheelchair and put me in the fucking machine. And how long were you in there? Like 45 minutes? It was an MRI. M- that's the MRI? That's the MRI. CTs do not last 45 minutes. Yeah, no CT. scans in and out. I yeah. had one done on my I mean, head. I've had both. It was I've like had 10, both. It was like MRI. five minutes for mine. The MRI, yeah. yeah I've had, I had one for my Trust arm. Me. I've had from other stuff. but like we, we can do a whole... We can scan your whole body in three seconds. Really? Yes. Well, that's also now, and you're, you're VA, so you have... Don't even say that. No, we have good equipment because they fucked up and gave us good equipment. We had terrible equipment before. <laughs> but like, if you go to most like, especially even rural the, hospitals, if, any modern day scanner will do a scan under five minutes. Shit, a whole whole from whole body. Yeah, my head. Unless got you done get a one slice scan, then that's those are. Obsolete. I mean, because I've I've had MRIs where like I'm in there for like fucking like 30, 40 minutes. MRIs alone, those are those are those are long. Yeah, that suck. Yeah, CT is just Then why do they drink this shit then? Because it's supposed to like fill out your hollow organs, like your stomach, your intestines, things of that nature, so you can see the folds and the flaps. And sometimes they if it's if it's just water, it's just to fill you out. But if it's the gastro, it's actually it highlights that stuff. It tastes and like it can, fucking garbage. Yeah, it tastes yeah. like garbage. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. What bitch tastes good. Ooh, I've yeah. never had to drink it. They always gave it to me in an IV. They give you both sometimes. Yeah, they do. Because okay. I was IV'd up too. Because IV is venous and arterial and everything else is just hollow organs, stomach. Yeah. Intestines, things of that nature, because they want to see the interactions of things. But you don't always have to take that shit. Sometimes well, no, sometimes it's, it's just like when you when you don't have anything in there, it's condensed. So when you fill it up, it just opens up and there's flaps and those flaps up and stuff. And then some of the like the wad and the bulb and some of the curves, it just opens them up a little bit better. No, oh. I'm talking on my ass. My bad. Science, <laughs> magic. Let's take our first uh, alchemy. Alchemy. <laughs> Alchemical. I'm gonna drink some alchemy water to cure my uh, stage four. Wait, wait, wait! Don't go yet. Have, did you see iRobot? Yeah. No. You never seen it? Oh, okay. All right, cut it's it pretty off. good. I recommend checking it out. Really? I, I, I Will see, Smith? That dude, one? I've been watching a lot of movies now, like over, and it's like now I got more context for shit. It's crazy. Dude, watch the uh, Minority Report. That shit fucking 
My no, no report. Watch Tom. Dark City. City? Dark City. What is that? It came out right before The Matrix, and it was way better. Okay. I'll check it out. And then get stoned and check out A Scanner Darkly. It's not a great movie, but it's fun to watch when you're high. <laughs> 